Wow. God is so good. Um, it's a real honor um, and a privilege um, to come. So greetings. I call him Pastor, Apostle, um, Jared, Vicky, Chris, Andrew, and all the wonderful team. You've got a really wonderful family. You can really sense the spirit of family in this church. Um, I really thank you guys for being a tremendous blessing to Love Life Church. Um, and Jesus is the reason for the season. It really is. You know, we can have all the debates about the dates and all of that, but let's not get too religious and keep it simple. Jesus is the reason for the season. And I was just reflecting and meditating, you know, you know, Lord, what do I share? What do I speak? And I was just meditating on the word gifts. You know, there are so many references in the Bible to the word gifts. And I was just looking at the word gifts then. You know, every year at this time, you know, we prepare to give gifts, um, to receive gifts. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Mrs. D and that, and the kids. You know, we prepare to give gifts and, and to receive gifts. And I was just looking at, like, the definition of the word gifts. And it means a thing that is given willingly to someone without payment or a natural ability or a talent and when you look at the Bible, you look through the whole book, you see so many references to God giving gifts. The God that we serve, He is kind. He really is. He's kind. And He is a giver of gifts. And I was looking at gifts. And so, just some, I do like to do word searches when I do preach, teach. You know, the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, he gave the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? What would we do without the Spirit of God? You know, Ephesians chapter 2, the gift of grace. How many of us need grace? Oh, Jesus, thank you for grace. Where would we be? if it wasn't for God's unmerited favour, the gift of grace. The Bible talks about in Corinthians, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, gifts, the gifts of tongues, interpretation, the word of wisdom, knowledge, the who likes the gift of prophecy? Come on now, we all like a word, right? Edification, exhortation, comfort. And listen, if the truth be told over these last few years, how much comfort have we all need, needed? Come on now, how much comfort and encouragement have we needed? Listen, especially us pastors, it has been very, very challenging and difficult as leaders to, to lead in what we've never experienced before in this world. So the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gifts to the church, the fivefold ministry gifts, apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists, prophet, gifts. We need gifts. And all through the Bible, we see God giving gifts. But we know that the greatest gift that he gave is John 3, chapter 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The listen, who Ever. And I always pause when I say that word. Listen, whoever means who 
whoever would believe in Jesus Christ would receive everlasting life. Let's all just give God thanks for the greatest gift, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And so sin pays, sin disconnects. But there is a gift that God has given through His Son that reconnects us with the God of this earth. What a wonderful gift. And this gift, again, is available for whoever, whoever, whoever would believe in Jesus. The finished work of the cross is the payment for our past and our present and our future sins. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, that gift transformed my life. You know, the Bible says in the book of Mark, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to lose his soul? And as a young man making history in this country, becoming the first teenager to be sold for over a million pounds, living what I thought was the dream, the house, the car, the money, and all the trappings of life. But what did it profit me to gain the whole world, but to lose my soul? And you know, recently I was reading an article and I posted this online this week about Iniesta who, plays for Bar who played for Barcelona, who openly disclosed the level of depression that he was in at the peak of his career, having all the trappings of this world. Everyone want, who wants to be a footballer, all the kids, everyone wants to be a footballer. We all want this big dream, but here we have one of the world's greatest players with the world at his feet in one of the worst places ever. And he said that the World Cup of 2010 saved his life. Well, we have something better than the World Cup. We have Jesus. We have Jesus. We have Jesus. The greatest gift that God could ever have given to mankind. And I'm so thankful for this gift. And there are many, many other gifts that God has sent into this world. And today I have a message that I want to encourage for maybe those who are not saved, that have not received this gift. But what I also want to encourage that for those of us who are connected to God, that I want to remind every single one of us that you are a gift. Listen, you are a gift to the world. You're a gift that God wants someone to unwrap. Listen, you are a gift that God wants somebody to unwrap. I want, listen, I tell my church congregation all the time, it matters what you think. 
It matters what you say. And I want us all to say, I am a gift from God. And whenever I say something, I like to use the scripture to back up what I'm saying. Psalms 127 verse 3, it says, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. I never said that. God said, you are a gift from Him. Every single child in this place, from the youngest to the oldest, God said, you are a gift. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. The one from above who formed you in your mother's womb has called you a gift. Somebody needs you. I want to say that again. Listen, somebody needs you. You are the answer to someone's prayer. Listen, you are God's solution in this world. Now that takes a lot to sink in because we live in a world where so much is designed to cause us to have a poor self-image and we devalue ourselves and systems and advertisements and TV and the world is designed to cause people to have a wrong reflection. You are God's solution in this world. But you ain't never going to know your true value until you connect to Him. Paul said this in the book of Corinthians. He said, we have and I'm using the Bruce Dyer translation, we have these bodies that have treasure in. Treasure. And when you look at that word treasure in Greek, it means wealth. It means riches. Listen, you are wealthy. You are a treasure in this world. You are. And I really want to encourage someone that may feel you feel unvaluable, you feel unloved, you feel unworthy, you don't see yourself. I'm here to tell you, you are treasure in this world. God wants to use you to be a gift. You know at Christmas when we unwrap a present and we get excited, God wants to send you to somebody that in a relationship, when they begin to unwrap you and they see the treasure, you're the key that unlocks the door to someone's relationship with God. Listen, it was my brother on the telephone in 1998 who phoned me in a very depressive state I was. And it was his message, his words of wisdom about Jesus that connected me with God. That here I am today, 23 years on, never turned back by the grace of God because someone was a gift to me from God.
And my brother was a street robber, was a crack cocaine user who ended up in prison. But he connected with God. And God showed him that before he was formed in his mother's womb, that he knew him. Before he was born, he sanctified him and that he had ordained him a prophet to the nations that would speak a word to his younger brother that would transform his life. And I say that with such passion because my life has never, ever been the same. And it's time, church, for us not to take but now to give ourselves as a gift. You know, we come to church to receive. I was talking to Chris earlier and I was saying one of the things I'm going to, and I'm going to begin to wrap this up and I'm going to get Pastor Apostle to come and pray because I believe in 2023, it's going to be the year of the evangelist. And I believe our theme is go into all the world. And I believe God wants, listen, us to go. That's why I love this venue. The church has left the building. Church has got to look different in this season. And we've got to go into the world. And listen, but we're going into the world as a gift. A wealthy, rich piece of treasure that's going to connect people with Jesus and so I'm going to ask Apostle to pray and we're going to pray a twofold prayer I'm going to pray maybe if there's someone here that is not connected to Jesus I want somebody I believe there is somebody in this place today that needs to connect with God and it's simple when I got saved, I weren't in a church building. I didn't confess. I didn't start preaching or speaking loads of Bible verses. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you shall be saved. And I sat on my bed and all I said was, Lord Jesus, I know how I've been living is not right. And I just said, help me. And what I was saying, that I'm saying, I'm confessing, you are who you say you are. What you did on the cross at Calvary, I know that that is the right way. And I believe that you rose from the dead. My heart communicated that. And in that moment, that's when I became a new creation. And old things passed away. And that day he made all things new. And I began a journey of sanctification, of being made holy. There is a lifetime process. And this is for kids too. Because Jesus says, let the children come to me. So I'm not just talking to adults here. There may be a child here today that you feel Jesus in my words. And you ain't never too young to come to Jesus. My oldest son gave his life to Jesus at eight years old. And he's been on a journey. He was now 18, walking with Jesus. And so for anyone that needs to reconnect, we're going to get Apostle to pray. But then also I want pastor, I want him to pray for us who are walking with Jesus that in 2023, listen, we're going to be a gift first to the house, to the church. And then we're going to be a gift to our community. 
Let me say it again. This is important, guys, because I believe 2023 is the year of evangelism to go into the world and be a gift. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And I want, Jared, I want you to pray. And for me too, I'm taking the prayer. I want to be a gift to people in 2023. I want my life to be a blessing to my church and to my community as a gift from God. And every single one of us has something that somebody needs. I wish I could sing like Janine. If I did, we would have no church. But I can't. But Janine can't fire scriptures like me because she's not like me. We're different. Every single one of us has something unique that God wants to use as a gift. It doesn't matter who you are. And I'm here to encourage you that you're valuable. That Paul said, these bodies that have treasure. But listen, the treasure is Christ in us. The hope of glory. That's the key to the treasure. Christ, Jesus in us. The hope of glory. And so pastor, apostle, I want him to pray however you listen I call it he's a legend just let the Holy Spirit lead you but I really believe please the Bible says if you hear my voice do not harden your heart don't let pride if you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit listen it's a journey no matter where you are come as you are and let the Spirit do what only he can do but first come Come on, one. Come on, thank Bruce. Come on, everybody. Bless you, Bruce. Wonderful. Let's remain seated for the first prayer. I want you to put your hands out in front of you like you're receiving a gift. Come on. Like that. And I want you to close your eyes and we're going to pray. And what I want you to imagine is that you are receiving the gift of Jesus Christ. The gift of of forgiveness of sins, mercy, saving grace, and help. And pray these words after me. I receive you, Jesus. Come on, say it. I receive you as my Savior. I receive your mercy. I receive your kindness. I receive your help. This Christmas, show yourself to me like never before. I receive you. Let me pray for you. Lord, we thank you for your presence in this place, for your good grace. If you're praying a prayer to Jesus to reconnect with God for the first time, while every eye is closed, just pop your hand up so I can pray for you right now. Just put your hand in the air. If you prayed that, give me a little wave then put it down again. Thank you. Anyone else who prayed that for the first time, man, woman or child? Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. 
Anyone else? You're praying to God and you're saying like Bruce said, God, help me. I need your help. Thank you. Anybody else? Just lift your hand. I see it, sweetie. Wonderful. Bless you. Anyone else? Thank you. Just raise your hand up. I'm not going to call you out, anything like that. It's your first step of asking God to come into your life and help. Just one more second. Anyone else? Just pop your hand up and pop it down again. Man, woman, child, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, I pray, especially for those that have raised their hand, and maybe for those not brave enough this morning, or on the journey of thinking about it, and wondering and seeking. And Jesus, would you reveal yourself so powerfully to everyone that has sought you, especially those who have prayed for the first time this morning. We thank you for the gift of Jesus, which is the gift of forgiveness and love and mercy. And Lord, do we need it? It's the gift of help. There's nothing wrong with just praying the prayer that Bruce prayed. It doesn't have to be theological. It's just, oh God, help me. And I know whether you've been a Christian 30 years or three seconds, that's a prayer that always lasts. Oh God, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me with my loneliness. Help me with my fears. Help me with my bewilderment or confusion. Help me with my job. Help me with my parenting. Maybe even some would say, help me with my parents. <laughs> You're allowed to pray that prayer. We thank you, God, that you are a helper. That's why you've come. So Jesus, reveal yourself to everybody gathered here. Fill our homes with Jesus this Christmas, we pray. Amen. Let's stand together for the second prayer. Then Janine is going to lead us again. And again, just close your eyes and let's pray. <laughs> God, we want to be a gift to the people around about us this year. Oh, Jesus. Pray it with me once again. If you can believe the things I say, pray it with me so that we're praying together. Lord Jesus, make me a gift. Fill me with you. Fill me with kindness. Fill me with grace. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your presence and send me to a hurting world. May 2023 be the year when I give you to the world. When I show your goodness, I show your kindness, help me to be a gift. Transform our homes. Transform our towns and cities. Come into the world, we pray, like never before in 2023. And everybody said, Amen. Give God a great hand and welcome Janine and the choir.